There is a koan, or a teaching riddle, that tells the story of a Zen master who asks two of the monks to roll up the bamboo blinds in the monastery. After the monks roll the blinds up, the Zen master says, one has it, the other does not. As a student, you are then asked by the teacher, tell me, which one has it and which one does not? To the uninitiated, it seems like there isn't enough information to know one way or the other. There is no description or detail. But to the student who has hung around a little bit, it is easy to recognize this is a teaching story illustrating how our minds divide the world into right and wrong, into good and bad, same and different, you and me. You must answer the question, but how? The mind fixates and gets confused. One monk must be right. One monk must be wrong. Even when you know enough about Zen to recognize the trick and understand that you are not supposed to fall into choosing between right and wrong, it can be difficult to know how to answer. Saying anything feels like a mistake. I am not giving too much away when I say that it is impossible to answer this koan, this riddle with words. You can't do it. You have to answer with an action. An action that doesn't split the world into right and wrong, into having it and not having it. Figure out this right action, and you have kept the world whole. You have not violated the integrity of our being by splitting us into parts. So what is the right action that will keep the world whole? And there is another level to the story. The blinds are a metaphor for what separates the inside from the outside. They keep the light from coming in. They are a boundary, and rolling them up eliminates it. All around us, we create these boundaries because we think they give our lives meaning. They are stories we live by. I am this type of person. I am from this type of area. I believe in these types of values. We believe the boundaries give us meaning and definition and direction. Not long ago, I was talking with some friends about the meaning of paradise. Turning to the dictionary, one friend pointed to an early definition of paradise as a place walled off from the rest of the world. This fits a traditional understanding of heaven, a, a place that is inaccessible to those not eligible, either because they have not died yet or they are unworthy. But sometimes we also talk about remote places as being paradise because they do not allow for any of the intrusions of our everyday life to impinge upon our activities. Paradise in this sense is separate, apart, distinct, good, pure. This definition of paradise also leaves me with the feeling that it is somewhere else, and if it is somewhere else, then what I am experiencing right now is not paradise. It is not good, it is not pure. And there the world gets split. The good is always somewhere else. This idea of paradise makes me uncomfortable. And perhaps even more pointedly, I believe this idea of paradise actually contributes to our suffering. Believing there are pure and impure places allow us to devalue the world, and in a related way, we isolate groups of people into the deserving and the undeserving. This one has it, the other does not. 
When people share moral values, we identify as a team, and when we identify as a team, it gives us confirmation of what we think of as right. When we have enough of these people around to confirm our beliefs and to tell us that the others are wrong, it reinforces our separation from the world. But for those of us who are looking around and are concerned with what we are seeing in terms of the environment, the prisons, the war, the economic exploitation, then the emotional and spiritual isolation of humanity becomes a major question for us. The walls we create defining our teams contribute to the remoteness we feel from creation. When there is an in-group, there must be an out-group. And when the world is split into good and bad, we cannot experience the whole. Science has shown us that we come from the stars, that we all live in a nested world of interdependence with being arising from being. But knowing this intellectually seems not to be enough. It is only the spiritual experience that helps us break through the thinking of right and wrong that will bring us to the safety and freedom that we long for. Paradise is not a place with walls, nor is it a place with no walls. Paradise is not an intellectual concept. Words are not going to get us there because in so many ways, words force us to choose a side. The only answer is action, opening to the spiritual experience, being willing to be led by God into the awakened space of our unity in life and in love. It is time for us to raise the blinds and let the light shine in on our being by letting go of right and wrong, by letting go of the walls we use to divide us from others. The experience is not emptiness from a loss of identity, but joy as we encounter the love of all creation. Who has it? Who does not have it? You have to answer with an action. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website at ianwhitemar.com slash meditations. Who are the people in your life who would enjoy and benefit from listening to this meditation? Pick one. Send them a link. Maybe start a conversation about your experience with taking the spiritual action that keeps the world whole. Ask if they've done anything similar. The spiritual journey isn't something we do on our own. It is so much richer when we have traveling partners. I hope you'll join me again next week.